Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is the Unplayable Podcast, Sam Ferris here, and today we are joined by Australia spearhead Josh Hazelwood to talk Marsha Shield, the IPL, international cricket, and we finish with a game of Play It or Leave It. Welcome, Josh. Thank you. Uh, Josh, it's been a little while since we've seen you, uh, the last test up there in Brisbane against India. What have you been doing between uh, now and then? Uh, yeah, not a great deal, to be honest. Um, certainly not bowling, that's for sure. Uh, just putting my feet up for the last few weeks and... Playing a bit of golf, catching up with a few families, family and friends. Obviously, been in the bubble for for quite a long time, so um, seeing the same faces day in day out, uh, it's good to see some new faces and talk to some new people. So, um, yeah, been taking it pretty easy. Who are you sick of the most in the Aussie camp? <laughs> oh, geez, that's a long list. I think by the end, uh, I couldn't put a finger on one person. Like Marnus is pretty intense with his with his cricket side of things. Um, we had a nice, nice little setup in Brisbane where the bowlers had their own level um, and own sort of common room. So we would congregate there each night and, and have dinner and, and do our physio treatment there and we didn't have to put up with the batters. So it was, um, yeah, it was a nice little change. <laughs> On that India Test Series, Australia go down 2-1. Did you guys review it? How have you guys reflected on that series? Yeah, we've, we've reviewed it um, pretty much just through these sort of meetings, through Zoom meetings and um, a few chats here and there, a few emails. So... Yeah, I mean, we, we tried our best at the time and obviously looking back, we could have done a few little things differently here and there, but I, I, obviously in those last two games, but I think Melbourne probably sort of goes under the radar a bit too. We didn't play great cricket there and we got beaten pretty comprehensively. So I guess the last two tests, we were front running for the pretty much the whole games and didn't quite get there in Sydney. Then um, they played beautifully the last day in Brisbane. So um, yeah, a few little things here and there, but I think in general, we... Pretty, pretty proud, I guess, the way we went about it and um, just got beaten by a better team on, on, on the day. What are some of those little things you guys could have done a bit better? Oh, I think we certainly maybe could have tried a few different things in, in Sydney, maybe. In saying that, the wicket was, it's not its usual self, I guess. It, it didn't break up. Um, you know, you look back on those early 2000s wickets and see day four and five and it's just a dust bowl, whereas the, the wicket we played on... Um, it's had a lot of grass on it. It was very flat. There was hardly any rough, so not much spin for, for Gaza. Um, yeah, we could have tried a few little different things, but I think probably the main thing was our fielding. We, we dropped a few chances here and there, and although we got some, some really good run-outs here and there, I mean, and took some good catches, it's just about taking every opportunity that, that comes your way. So um, probably look back on that mostly. Some really good run-outs. Was that just a little reminder of what you did? <laughs> I can see your face. <laughs> I knew you'd pick up on that. No, it, was, it wasn't intentional. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Half-keeper! Yeah! Yeah! from Josh Hazelwood. Can you believe it? Unbelievable. He's a big man. He got down to it, throws down the stumps. You will see that everywhere. What an effort by Jay Hazelwood. 
it was a tough series. I wasn't. I mean, uh, India obviously backs against the wall with so many injuries, and uh, and the conditions probably weren't what we're used to seeing in Australia. Uh, when you guys reflect on that, is it a, was it a little bit frustrating? Probably not getting the traditional wickets that you're used to. Yeah, I think so. I mean, even you know, you mean, I mentioned the SCG, but I think the Gabba as well was. I don't know. It was an interesting wicket. It didn't really quicken up at any stage. It was probably its quickest. You know, maybe day one, early day two, but um, obviously the cracks, you know, they sort of, they look more than what they do a lot of the time and that's probably what happened, you know. They they don't really get wickets. They, you know, put down the batter's heads and you get them out a different way, but cracks didn't really come into play and the wicket sort of slowed up, if anything. Um, so there's a few little differences there, but at the end of the day, we, we probably could have scored a few more runs there and weather was playing a part, but we could have batted a bit longer and, and put a bigger total on the board and put it out of reach. Um, probably let him off the hook in the first innings looking back. Um, that one partnership from those two guys, um, you know, two inexperienced guys just, just playing and playing the game and, and they batted pretty well. And I was, I was thinking at the time, there's not really, you know, number eights and nines anymore and it's not really the tail. It's, they're almost number sixes and sevens as well. And, you know, you sort of got to fight for every wicket these days and there's no real bunnies out there. Yeah. Do you reflect on your own performance as well as the team? How do you go back and process what you've achieved? Yeah, I'll go back and look at it, um, you know, certain spells here and there. But I, I, to be honest, um, I feel like I had a, a pretty good summer. I bowled, you know, how I wanted to uh, for the high majority of the time. And it's probably just, you know, little bits and pieces here and there to tighten up on. But all in all, I was, I was pretty happy with, with how I went. No swing, uh, very little reverse swing, if any, throughout the series. Is that a reflection on the balls or is it possibly you guys not being able to shine it as you used to? Oh, I think I think shining wasn't an issue. Um, we had some, some balls looking pretty nice um, there throughout the throughout the series. Um, not sure. I think maybe the, the conditions, maybe. Um, Sydney didn't, again, wasn't as abrasive wicket as, as usual. It didn't cut up the ball much at all. The ball just... Both sides stayed pretty neutral and we couldn't really get one side really rough or, or vice versa. You know, we could always shine it up, but just getting that abrasion of cuts out of the other side couldn't happen. So no real reverse in Sydney. Um, Brisbane swung conventionally for, for a bit of the time. Um, again, different time of year, so I'm not sure if that played a part up in Brisbane, but it was very hot and sweaty and um, probably more humid than it usually is in November. Now, Josh, you passed 200 test wickets in Adelaide. Have you got any goals to get to 300, 400? Is there anyone on the wicket-taking list you want to surpass? Uh, no, I've never really given it much thought, to be honest. Um, it's good to get milestones, I guess. And this summer, we've probably ticked a few off, to be honest. Uh, Paddy got, I think, 150. Mitch got 250, I think. And just waiting on Gaz to get 400. So, a few milestones there, but I think... It, Every time we go out, it's about getting 20 wickets for the for the win. To be honest, between the between the four of us, and obviously Cameron Green now, who's you know playing a, a very important part in our bowling attack. What's going with Cameron Green? He bowled all over, but didn't get a wicket. Did he cop any <laughs> banner for that? No, certainly not from us. He was um, we were quite happy with him just just bowling, obviously um, taking a bit of load off us. And oh, I think he's just trying to find that balance between. You know, not trying to be too aggressive with his bowling. Um, just be patient. He knows he's probably not going to bowl the 15, 20 overs in a day he has in shield cricket before. So I think it's just finding that balance of, you know, just taking over from us, doing your, doing your job for four or five overs wherever it is in the day and sort of just shutting down shutting down an end. And I think those wickets will come and it, there'll be games when he gets on a roll and takes three or four for. Um, I have no doubt about that. 
What did you make of the two debutants, Pekoski and, and Green? How did they fit in the group in their first series at uh, test match level? Yeah, they, they fit in beautifully. Um, you know, Will was, you know, always touted, obviously, and he's he's had a few issues from, from time to time, and it was great to see him get a game. And then, obviously, he had his shoulder there in the field, which was very disappointing. But he looked he looked right at home with his batting, for sure. Um, you know, buying him the nets, he, he makes you feel quite slow. He has a lot of time, which is always a good sign. And he took that out in the middle and, and got a nice 60-odd. So, and, and Greeny, I think, you know, he's outstanding in, in every facet. He's a great athlete. Um, we saw his batting there in Sydney and he's bowling throughout the whole summer and it's only going to get better. So promising signs. Mm. Uh, Australia's not going to South Africa. That tour's been postponed. Uh, were you part of the process uh, in that decision and how do you feel about not going over there? Uh, yeah, I think the, the players have a little bit of say, probably from the, the leadership group, um, you know, Payne and Paddy. And um, I think we're, we're talking constantly with, Probably the Medicos, to be honest, they're, they're probably making the decision majority or they're giving a lot of information to, you know, Cricket Australia. And um, I think the right decision was probably made in the end. It's a, it's a tough spot to visit at the moment. And obviously that Australian plays a big part in that. So um, it's probably different to most parts of the world um, in that regard. So I think that probably the right decision was made at the end. It's been a long summer. You've been in a bubble for a fair while, but were you keen to sort of get over there get back on the field and try and you know, get back in the winner's circle after what had been a tough summer? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you never want to miss a test tour. That's why it was probably such a such a difficult decision. Um, and it, it really hurts our chances at uh, the test championship as well. It, it takes that out of our hands and we sort of have to watch this series going on now and, and focus on that and try and get the right result there. But, um, yeah, it's disappointing that we could potentially miss out on that and um, that's why it's a, it's a tough decision to make. Yeah, with that World Test Championship final, does that make uh, the squad have a, a closer eye on that India-England series over there in India? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I probably wouldn't be watching it at all um, <laughs> if it was a normal case. But, I mean, we sort of writing the result a bit and um, just keeping an eye on it here and there and, and seeing that um, hopefully England can, can do a good job for us. I was going to say England need to win 2-1 or it needs to be a draw. Is it weird actively supporting England? <laughs> it's it's a strange feeling. It's a strange feeling. Um, although just being beaten by India, you don't don't mind at this time of <laughs> this time of the of the year to be going for England. Yeah, CJ Roots piled on the runs this year. You've got him out, I think, seven times in, in Test match cricket. What are these bowlers doing wrong, Josh? <laughs> uh, probably playing him on the wrong wickets. To be fair, um, he looks like he's playing the spin really well. I haven't again watched too much closely, but he's, he's obviously peeling off the runs, not only in India but in Sri Lanka beforehand and. Um, he seems to have a really good game plan against the spin, which is, you know, your main threat um, in those subcontinent conditions. And he seems to be going really well. St. England rotate their quicks for that series. I mean, Jimmy Anderson had a great first test and then they rest him. Slightly older than you, Josh, played a few more games. But would that be something you guys are open to, on, especially in those uh, subcontinent tours where the conditions are gruelling, conditions are, are hot, pitches are dry, something you guys would like to see or, or, or entertain at least? Um, yeah, I think every case is, is different um, and you sort of weigh that up and you're making those decisions, um, you know, whether Jimmy's played 160-odd games or something, it's quite a ridiculous number and um, he's probably feeling the effects of each and every test match these days. So, I mean, we're, we're around 30, we're in our prime and, um, you know, we, I think when you play two quicks, it's – or sorry, when you play two spinners, it's probably a little bit different. You're not bowling as much. Um, the spinners are getting a really good run, so – 
I'm not sure. I think they've got a, you know, obviously four tests here in, in India and then they're going back to England again, which they probably want him as fresh as possible for to play the majority of those games. Um, so it's all about what's coming up as well as where you actually are at, this, at that time. Um, there's certainly times when it, it can happen. If you bowl 45 overs in, in Chennai, you can miss the next one and uh, chop and change if you've got that stable of quicks over there. Um, yeah, certainly if it's a long, long tour. Is it tough for you though, uh, looking a little bit uh, further in the future because you want to play every test match, don't you? And it's, sometimes it's, it's hard to look past uh, the next game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's you never want to be sitting there on the sideline watching a test match when you when you physically you feel pretty good. Um, it's different, obviously, if you're injured or um, different things. But yeah, if, you, if you're fit and, and close to 100%, you want to be out there playing and, and trying to win the game for your country, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, you didn't like sitting on the sidelines for that first Ashes test, did you? <laughs> No, certainly not. Certainly not. <laughs> Did you see James Anderson over in the, in that first Test match, that double wicket over? I mean, as a fast bowler, I'm sure you were impressed, even though it was an Englishman. Yeah, it's it's pretty impressive stuff. Um, you know, it sort of just came out of nowhere the the reverse swing. That sometimes the the ball's got to be pretty much perfect in those conditions to to reverse swing, and then sometimes again it doesn't last too long. It, you know, you get a scuff out of the wrong side by the batsman hitting into the wicket or whatever it is, and, you know, it's gone for 10 overs, so got to make the most of it. And that over was, yeah, second to none, really. It was perfect. I was a little bit surprised, actually, that the Indians are so used to playing that sort of bowling that, um, you know, went through a couple of the guys. So I'm not sure. Maybe we haven't seen it as much of it in the last few years or, or since the, you know, you can't use saliva on the ball. It um, might have made a little difference, but, um, yeah, I was a bit surprised. Yeah, Jimmy Anderson up the bowling rankings, but still at the top there is, is Pat Cummins. And he's the new New South Wales one-day skipper. He had his first game on Monday, started with a win. Josh, have you had any feedback about how Cummins went from his New South Wales teammates? Uh, haven't heard yet, to be honest. Um, haven't seen him. I'll, I'll probably see him tomorrow at the game and, and quiz a few guys. But I, th- I think he had some you know, very senior players around him as well, which, which certainly helped in your first game out as, as captain. You had Moses and... And Smithy there and, and a few other senior New South Wales guys. So it's um yeah, it's a great spot to start. Um sometimes in North Sydney you can't, can't do too much to to stop the runs, but um good win by New South Wales yesterday and sort of kicks off our one day tournament um in the right style. What about when Pat Cummins was named captain? Did he have a bit more swagger about him? Was uh <laughs> did he cop any grief or is he actually treated uh differently, more nicely now that he is the captain? <laughs> No, I don't think so. It's um, maybe by the younger New South Wales guys, it might have an effect. But I think you know this, the bowling group will just treat him exactly the same. And I mean, when we're when we're bowling ourselves, we sort of take it upon ourselves to to do that, set the fields, and and try and read the game. And um, we're always working with Paney um, to get the right result. And I think working with Paddy will be no different. What's going to happen when they're eight down? You've just taken a couple of wickets. The tail's exposed. He drags you off and brings himself on. Oh, I'm used to that anyway. So usually Stark and Stark and Cummins at the tail. So um, Nathan and I usually put our feet up and get ready for the second innings. Yeah. <laughs> brutal game, brutal game. You need to find those extra ten k's, Josh. I know, it's too hard. That uh, one day game um, preceded the start of the Sheffield Shield or the restart of the Marsh Sheffield Shield season. You guys taking on Victoria at the SCG. The last uh, Sheffield Shield game you played, Josh, was back in November 2019 against the Whackers. At the SCG, you took three for seven in the second innings. How are you feeling about this match? Uh, yeah, feeling good. Feeling good. Had 
as I said, I had a couple of weeks off to, to freshen up and I've been back bowling now for, I think, you know, maybe a week and a half. Um, body's, uh, yeah, feeling probably every bit of that <laughs> at the moment, but um, it's good to get back up and running and um, to play some games for New South Wales, which is, um, yeah, hasn't happened in a while. And um, there's obviously quite a few guys to come in at, at New South Wales, bowling and batting. Um, so I think we're sort of filtering through the next couple of months. It's quite a hectic schedule. So I think the quicks are sort of in and out, um, have their own plans. And I think Pat's going to play a few more white ball games than red ball. And, and I might be vice versa and, and stuff is going to play quite a bit. So um, I think it's great to mix with the other quicks as well, who are potentially going to play, you know, maybe the final down the road um, if we're away at the IPL. So it's good to get a mix, I guess, of um, we've got a good stable there in New South Wales of probably, you know, I don't know, probably eight, eight or nine quicks even who could, you know, play a role between now and the Shield final. Um, so that's uh, exciting. Yeah, you've got guys like Tremaine, Conway, yeah. Copeland, Abbott on the sidelines. That's a, a fair uh, pace attack there. What do you need to do to get ready for a Shield game? You know, we talked to Mitch Stark and he says he uh, really benefits from lots of deliveries. Uh, what about you? Do you need a lot of uh, balls under your belt, so to speak? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I know, I certainly agree with that. Starkey loves loves bowling and sort of takes a lot to feel feel confident and feel right. Um, whereas, you know, I've, I've probably only bowled, to be honest, for maybe four sessions since the test match. Um, feel like I've got it back pretty quickly. It's more about, I guess, from a physical point of view and getting those workloads up purely from an injury prevention side of things, um, getting the strength back in the legs, getting the few miles back in the legs, rather than the actual skill side of things. Um, I think the skill sort of just picks up where I left off from the test matches and it's purely about um, physical workload. So tick those off um, and I think I'm right. Uh, what does it feel like playing a Sheffield Shield match now having 55 tests under your belt? Can you remember what it was like making your debut and, and how does it feel now? Oh, I can't really remember to be honest. Uh, it's been probably maybe 12 or 13 years but uh, since I played, I think, against New Zealand at the SCG. So, yeah. you know, I was playing Vittori and McCullum and those guys in the game when I was 17. It was very daunting. Um, I sort of just, the week just flew by and I didn't really, you know, stop and think too much. I just tried to bowl as best I could in that situation. And um, I guess now it's, uh, it's a very different perspective. Um, coming back, you want to win games for New South Wales first and, and foremost. And, Certainly want to help a few of the young guys, a few of the young quicks to, to learn out in the, the heat of battle, I guess, and learn out in the middle and trying to help them as much as I can as as well as doing my job for the team and in taking wickets and, and trying to win the game. So it's, uh, I guess, it's a bit different perspective, but it's um, still trying to get that same result. Shield's a little bit different from before the BBL break. Are you guys in hubs? Uh, how's it work now? Is anything different? Uh, no, it's, it's, it's pretty relaxed now, I think. Obviously, it's a different story for Victoria this week coming from Melbourne, but I think, you know, the rest of the States, uh, it's pretty much, you know, live life as normal. And there's a few little things in pieces I think you have to abide by, but it's, you know, it's very relaxed now. And I think that's the, that's probably how Australia's playing. You know, we've done a great job, you know, or probably done better than anyone in the world, to be honest. And um, I certainly know India enjoyed being here in, in some of the States. They could really live life, you know, close to normal. And um, Australia's done a great job. So I think, you know, the next couple of months is, is pretty much free reign. Um, hopefully things keep going well and we can finish the season. How do you go when you face James Pattinson, Australian teammate, uh, 
been playing with him for a long time, but uh, state versus state, is there any love lost there? <laughs> Certainly not. No. <laughs> Certainly not from Jimmy. Um, he, he'll be loving going flat out against New South Wales. He loves loves playing us, and especially when a few of our you know test players are back. Um, you know, he loves putting in a really big performance for Victoria. Um, he loves playing for them, and um, I think we've seen before he's got on top of our batting order a few times, and there's probably a few little scars there from from our guys up top. So hopefully this year, this game, um, they can get on top of him. But he's he's certainly a, a bowler who's right up there. Unlikely that you'll play in the Shield final should New South Wales make it because you're going to be heading off to the IPL. When's uh, that likely to happen? Uh, do you know when you're going to be getting off? Because you're back with Chennai again, right? Back with uh, Chennai. Uh, I think we leave oh, maybe the start of April. I think the first game, well, the, the tournament kicks off on the 11th of April and I think our first game's a few days after that. So I'd assume early April and, um, yeah, keen to, get, keen to get over there and, I guess, put in a, a better performance than last year's probably individual end as a team. Um, we certainly struggled for most of the tournament and we've made a few little changes and obviously the auction coming up, we'll, we'll find out the last pieces of the puzzle, but yeah, we need to, to pick up from last year for sure. Do you guys sit around and, and watch the, the player auction when you're all together? Uh, I think we'll, we'll see what time it is, what time it is on, but um, no, we'll certainly, if a few guys are in it and a few of your mates are in it, then it's, it's always good to watch and, it obviously can can go one or two ways sometimes, and um, it happens pretty quickly one way or the other. So it's um, yeah, exciting viewing. Does the WhatsApp chat light up during the auction? <laughs> uh, if someone gets lucky, definitely, definitely. Uh, vice versa, it's pretty quiet if if you just get passed in. So yeah, can happen. Right, well, let's uh, finish the show with a game of play to leave it. I think you're familiar with this, Josh. I'm going to just bowl you a scenario and you're just going to play it or leave it. Okay. I think I remember this one. And uh, first one, we've seen in India that uh, the toss has had a huge result in those first two test matches. Uh, is it time to revisit scrapping the toss and letting the visiting team decide what to do? Uh, yeah, I'm happy with that. I think I think a few countries would be. I think Australia, South Africa, England... New Zealand would be happy. <laughs> I, I mean, all over the world, all over the world, not just the subcontinent. I think subcontinent teams would be fighting against it. Um, plays a big part of it, obviously. So we would love to choose to to what we do every time we get in there, for sure. But what about all around the world? Oh, I think I think for now it should stay the same. I think, yeah, there we go. Okay, I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, Glenn Maxwell got a new look these days. He's got the the man bun, the top knot. Uh, should he keep it? I haven't seen it, but uh, no, nah, nah, not after that. <laughs> right. You're leaving it without even saying it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Pat Cummins is the type of captain <laughs> that would shout the team dinner, or is he Tim Payne? Uh, he's a bit better than Payne, I reckon. Um, maybe not the full team, but he, he would shout the bowling attack. Yeah, I think so. Right. He's better than Payne. Yeah, <laughs> it's becoming legendary, isn't it? Uh, Payne's uh, frugalness. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, this is this is, is this brought the uh, this brought uh, all kinds of headlines in the cricket world. Marnus Labuschagne eating a toasted sandwich just before he uh, went out to play. Were you there? Did you see Marnus eating this this famous toasted sandwich? No, no, I didn't see it. I missed it. Right. Well, the question here is: tomato in a toasted sandwich? Play it or leave it? Nah, leave it. I'm I'm just ham and cheese man. Leave the tomato out. Dangerous because it can get really hot. It can. <laughs> You've got to think of that as well. Especially if it's in your pocket. <laughs> yeah.
Who does it for Nick, Nick Madison, didn't it? He did it for the, the Blues a fair while ago. I mean, what are you doing carrying a toast sandwich out <laughs> in the field? I'm not sure, but he's just hungry. Don't like him, you know. I don't get it. What if you're sliding around in the field? You'll have a jaffle explode in your pocket. <laughs> well, he, he must slide on a certain side and then he has the toast in the other side. So, planning, he's, preparation. He's, he's obviously <laughs> thought about this. Uh, last one. <laughs> You have a future in esports after your Twitch debut alongside Starkline and Josh Lawler. Do I? Uh, certainly not. No, the the numbers been great. Um, I still haven't won a game of Warzone, which is a, a pretty surprisingly. I haven't. I've played a lot of games of it, and so I haven't got a win. So tried to get Layla to to get me a win. He's quite a quite a good player, but I think I think the other two are dragging us down. To be honest. <laughs> Did you find you were getting all kind of friend requests after your uh, profile names were <laughs> shown in public? I got a I got a couple of friend requests. Um, declined most of them, I think. I don't know who they are. So um, yeah, <laughs> I'll just stick to keep playing with the keep playing with the cricketers. So try and get that first win. All right, Josh, uh, mate. Thank you for your time. All the best for the Sheffield Shield and uh, the IPL when you head over there, and we'll chat to you again soon. No worries, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode of the Unplayable Podcast. Don't forget, you can watch all the Master Sheffield Shield action live, along with all the breaking news, live scores, and video highlights on cricket.com.au and the CA Live app. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.